0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from five to nine, this is what you missed a a woman decided she was going to stage a fake wedding to get back at her ex. She went through the whole thing. She set uh, fake wedding photos on Instagram, started doing this uh, about three months after they broke up. And I guess she was just so upset with him. She thought she'll try to make him jealous. (laughs) So what she wanted him to think is that she had just fallen in love with somebody else immediately after their breakup and had had moved on, of course. Uh, She bought a dress. She hired a photographer. She got her hair done. She bought a bouquet. She had her friend in a bridesmaid's dress. She even hired a fake groom. Wow. uh, They had photos of them walking up a big staircase holding hands. Other one where she and the bridesmaid are inside a reception hall. And, uh, well, it worked. Her ex sent her a bunch of angry texts when he saw the photos. He also called like five times, but she didn't answer. And he assumed she had cheated on him. Yeah, well, you went three months after the breakup. She's married? Yeah. Okay. They never did get back together. She's still single. Out a whole bunch of money. But (laughs) at least she got him upset. (laughs) Is that that the satisfaction? (laughs) I guess so. Wow. She upset him. (laughs) I think he dodged a bullet there. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Probably not. Now, speaking of weddings and such, this is a, a tad confusing. These are great stories. Great example. We can all get caught up in our own stuff, right? right? This is. These are great examples of at least you're not this person. Your stuff is your stuff, but some others have it worse than you. A 21-year-old guy needs advice after he refused to be the best man in his identical twin brother's wedding because the bride is his own ex-girlfriend. Oh, Lord. Yes. Hang on a second. Yeah twin brothers yes one's getting married yes and the woman he's marrying yes used to date his identical twin brother yes 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 that's awkward he dated the girl for two years and they only broke up after he left for college but his twin brother didn't move away (laughs) he moved in wow once he was gone the brother started dating the same girl and didn't tell him for like six months He's so angry. Did he tell her? (laughs) That'd be a great scam. Of course I'm Ted. I'm Ted. I'm Ted. Uh, He got very angry with his brother, didn't speak to him for some time, and basically said, look, the three of us can never hang out. Right. Well, he thought they'd break up eventually. They didn't. They're actually getting married now. And uh, his whole family is like, you got to come to the wedding. They He's asked him to be best man. Yeah, yeah. The twins said, "Can you be my best man?" He said, "I'm not even showing up at the wedding." And now the family's all on him to suck it up and show up at the wedding. Wow, that's that's a tough call, though. That's a tough suck it up. Yeah, I mean, I would really like the first woman who faked the wedding. I mean, I'd go out and rent a really high-end car. I would uh, hire me an (laughs) escort of notch, (laughs) And I would say, my life is great. How are you two doing living in mom and dad's basement? Story of three guys who got into a fight in a hallway in an apartment building. They were on the eighth floor of this apartment building, and the fight got so vicious that all three of them ended up crashing into the door of the elevator and knocking it off of its hinges or whatever elevator door is held on, right? They fell through the door, and from the eighth floor fell to the first floor, seven floors landing on top of the elevator, which was parked down on the first floor. Ooh. Two of them falling right through the roof and into the elevator. The other guy landing on top. None of them died. Really? A couple of broken legs. I'm sure booze was involved. It's like movie type stuff. See, that in The Fugitive yeah. of a few hundred times. Yeah. Alcohol always, you know, that's <laughs> the thing with drunk drivers, right? Right. They kill somebody. They, they survive the crash. You can be walking down the street and trip over the curb. You die. <laughs> and they're hammered. They fall down an elevator shaft, seven floors, and live. Wow. Yeah. What was the fight about? <laughs> I want to know more about <laughs> yeah. this, now. Yeah. What got them so what worked up? What got you up? so riled yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, a guy almost died from Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's Another Chris Martin story? <laughs> <laughs> um, the candle. Oh, the right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, for some reason, this fella decided he needed to have one. Okay. I okay. don't know why. He bought one of the This Smells Like My Vagina candles from Goop, and it exploded. Right. He had it burning <laughs> for three hours. And uh, on the side of it, I guess it says that you shouldn't burn it for more than two hours. Uh-huh. And uh, he went. He went longer, and it blew up. And now he wants five million dollars. Five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if, if you're going more than two hours in that area, With vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to be down there for more than two hours. <laughs> Actually, she should be paying him if he's doing that. And finally, this probably is not going to make it to the church or down the uh, down the aisle. Sixty one year old guy dating a twenty seven year old woman. Well, first of all, all right. Good on you, pal. They've been dating for like four years. About five months ago, they decided to move in together. Now they're engaged. Sounds sounds great, right? Good. Good for them. He proposed to her at a Walmart, which it's not really relevant to the story, but... Oh, it might be. It's kind of the first classy detail about this dude. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well the the love might be uh, over the fairy tale romance might be on the rocks because he came home very drunk last Sunday night started a fight about not, her not stepping up and providing some favors in the bedroom right okay and she was having none of it and he was fed up with her so he decided the way to get back at her was to throw a big bucket of pee at her excuse me a big bucket of pee he had one yeah. available i guess he did He's not sure why we don't know Why he keeps a big bucket in the house that he uses to relieve himself, but he does. (laughs) And how does she not get in the mood by that? (laughs) You think, yeah, it's true. Hmm. I often throw feces at Maria. (laughs) It's like a monkey. (laughs) It's a a monkey move. It's a monkey move. (laughs) Did you just hit me in the back of the head with poop? You, with your your little bare red bum. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing poop around. Stop it, Craig. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Stop throwing your feces at me. Go back in the corner and play with yourself again. <laughs> now, in a shocking turn of events, he was passed out when the cops arrived, so they had to wake him up. He claimed he didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> That's always the out. <laughs> it was her own pain. <laughs> she, it is said she was soaked head to toe oh, in urine. <laughs> there you go, folks. Enjoy your day. Well, if you're a rock star, then everything about you is more valuable, including your hair. Six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair hit the auction block. They sold over the weekend. Somebody bought six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair for $14,000. Wow. They came from a haircut that he got in England in 1989 when Nirvana was touring in support of the Bleach album, and I guess the hairdresser kept the hair. This goes to show there's tons of money out there. Mm-hmm. Like to to drop 14 grand on memorabilia mm-hmm. hair mm-hmm. from a rock artist. I mean, you you've, you've got to have a few extra grand sitting around. You would think. Or else that's your one shot. What do you do with it, too? Like, do you frame it in little individual pieces hanging on something? Put them on a plate? Uh, I'm thinking more of like a Buffalo Bill situation. <laughs> <laughs> Mix it in with your own? Just wear, wear it with your own a little bit. You know what we should do? Dance around naked, tucking it in. We should go to a hairdresser when they're open again and just sweep up a bunch of the strands on the floor and just claim they're somebody famous. Can you imagine what? how much hair will be on the floor... <laughs> When you know, the barbers are open oh, sure. again, it'd be crazy. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. You see, uh, in my neighborhood, anyhow, uh, some uh, wives and husbands have become, I guess, semi professional hairstylists. Mm-hmm. I've done in, it at my house. Doing you? it in the garage. Yeah. The original Knives Out had a great cast. Daniel Craig played the detective, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, Chris Evans. Christopher Plummer, of course, who played the uh, the victim. It was all just a terrific, terrific movie. Uh, so they're going to be uh, doing a sequel. And so far, they got the names like C- Catherine ha- uh, Hahn and Edward Norton. Of course, Daniel Craig will be back as the uh, detective. Leslie Odom Jr., Dave Bautista, all a part of it. So if you didn't see the first one, um, you can check it out. I'm sure it's on Crave or some streaming service. really a, a top-notch, top-notch film there. And they're mm. going to be doing uh, Knives uh, Out 2. Prince, who of course wrote Sinead O'Connor's biggest hit Nothing Compares to You uh, she claims he went psycho on her one night she's got a book coming out and uh, she said that uh, Prince summoned her to his Hollywood mansion where he yelled at her for swearing in interviews and forced his butler to serve her soup (laughs) (laughs) she kept refusing it she said and Prince kept telling the butler to give her more soup Then he turned nice all of a sudden and suggested they have a pillow fight. What she didn't know is that he put something hard in his pillowcase, and he was whacking her with it. Wow. She escaped the mansion on foot. He stalked her in his car and then got out and chased her around on the highway. Is the butler around to corroborate the story? It seems a little little weird, and you wait until Prince is dead before you write it. Although there have been a lot of people who have shared some strange and odd stories about Prince. Sure, there's a lot of strange and odd stories from anywhere Mm -hmm. in Hollywood in Mm -hmm. that time. Yeah, and she's got her own. Sinead says, uh, you got to be crazy to be a musician, but there's a difference between being crazy and being an abuser. As for nothing compares to you, she says, as far as I'm concerned, it's my song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I have a couple of her original, her first two albums she released. And uh, she has one of the greatest singing voices of all time. Mm. She really, man, she could belt it out in her day. It's just her demons and her, um, I guess she dealt with a lot of mental health issues and that all caught up with her. Not uh, much of a photography buff, but she could sing. No, she really could sing, though. And it was sad to hear this. Actor Charles Grodin passed away at 86 years old, battled with bone cancer. Uh, You probably remember him best as being the straight man to the St. Bernard in the first two Beethoven movies back in the early 90s. But his career was much more than that. He was really good on talk shows, I remember, back in the day. He'd go on and just act like he had complete disdain for the host. That was always his thing. He was like the, the just a the curmudgeon of an individual. Yeah, maybe it's not that I, I i I feel like I remember him from some great role, and I can't I can't picture it right now. He does a lot of stuff with Super Dave and that kind of thing. Uh, I don't think I can't, so. I can't think of what it was. He was in uh, *Rosemary's Baby*. Seems like old times. Heaven can wait. He was in the remake of *King Kong*, but probably my favorite movie of his was an action comedy from 1988 called *Midnight Run* with Robert De Niro. They mm. were the two of them were so great in that movie, and it was so funny. So if you've uh, if you've never seen that one, check it out. *Midnight Run*. Charles Grodin passing away at the age of 86 <laughs> yesterday afternoon. I was outside just doing some stuff around the estate, you know, as you do. I like to uh, <laughs> I like to give my people a little time off occasionally right. to tend to their, yes. uh, to their own needs. The so, estate. I, yeah, okay. I was roaming about the estate. Right. Just uh, doing this, that, and the other thing. Picture you like Higgins from uh, <laughs> Magnum P.I. Very, very much Very so. similar? Okay. Very much. I'm, I got my smoking jacket on. Right. And, uh, and my phone rings, and it's a, a buddy of mine, and... Uh, he says, what are you up to? I said, well, you know, I'm just a groom in the estate. You? Mm-hmm. He goes, oh. He says, I just had to go out into the garage for a minute. He said, it is absolute chaos in my house. I said, what's going on? Now, I, you know, I've been, I think, fairly blessed during all of this in that, for the most part, outside of like when Maria wasn't working, she'd lost that job she had at the beginning of COVID. She's since found another job, and that's great. But... But my house is generally fairly quiet. Mm. You know, I've been very lucky that time-wise, my boys are growing up; they're out of the house. But I know and I understand you're in the midst of it. You got young kids, and Adrian's working at home. You're all there all the time. I said, "Oh, what's going on?" He says, "Well, between me and he runs his own business." He says, "I'm on the phone." He goes, "I like to use the speaker." But the, the men, the people I work with, like to be rather graphic in their language. Right. And so I'm being graphic back with them. <laughs> in my wife's teaching, she teaches grade three. She's on the Zoom call with all the students, constantly talking uh-huh. at a fairly high volume. Yes. Got a daughter who's doing grade 11 on a Zoom call. Right. Fairly high volume. A son in like, I think his son's in like grade seven or eight. I don't know. I, I nodded off halfway right. through the conversation. <laughs> I got... I got busy. I got <laughs> well, of course, you're, you're out on state. the grounds, right? Yeah, that's right. I was. Well, I was looking. I was very concerned about the uh, the, the wall we've built. The ocean smashes up against the, yes. the cliffs the and seawall. Right. We're gonna try to reinforce that. <laughs> so I. Uh, so he's just telling me about you know the sun and he's on the Zoom call, and, and all of them are just talking all the time. Uh huh. Uh huh. You living through that? Lucky. I know that pain. I know that paint Add a puppy to the mix, <laughs> and a neighbor screaming, at and the a neighbor screaming at the top of her lungs, and it's just like a ball of yeah. pent up energy. Yeah, that that may have an atomic like consequence <laughs> at the end of all of this. It, it is true. I mean, we're yeah. just on top of each other all the time. I feel, you know, I really do. I, I, I feel so bad because you know you love your family. You do. You couldn't imagine life without them, but. Enough already! Right, enough. <laughs> well, yeah. and remember, you know, like a year and a half ago, when this all started in like January mm. in in China, we started hearing reports of like massive divorces, mm-hmm. you know, like through the roof. Yeah, and and you know, I think a lot of people are getting a preview of what retirement mm. might be like, right? Like. like oh, going to be here all the time (laughs) (laughs) for the next how many years eternity really i thought it was odd that he called me to talk though because you just went to the garage for some silence did you not true yeah Yeah. but sometimes you just got to get it out and you can't get it out you know amongst the people that are causing that frustration or that doesn't end It was so funny because he goes, my wife's teaching these grade three kids, and I got guys on the phone telling me to bite this and grab that. And (laughs) and she's like,
1: I'm
0: teaching (laughs) eight-year-olds. They know it. Don't worry. They've learned all the language. Their parents are right behind them doing the same damn thing. Commercials in your car aren't a new idea. We're kind of the original venue for that. But this is different. Ford just filed a patent for a new technology that would put ads right on your dashboard. Many uh, new cars have lots of cameras, backup cameras, ones that show you your blind spots. And they want to use all those cameras to scan billboards, so ads for the same company would pop up on your dashboard there on your screen of your radio. How is that safe? Well... Oh, I know. Another distraction. <laughs> if it's taking your attention away, to show you an ad. They claim it would solve the problem of people seeing a billboard too late and not getting all the details, like which exit to take from McDonald's or any other fast food. You know, you see those, I'll say, two kilometers ahead. Right, yeah. Uh, but is this really something we need? Something we want? Likely no. You, could you imagine if it turns into, you know, you put your car in reverse and before the camera turns on, you got yeah. like, like to you gotta watch. Like YouTube, you got to watch an ad. <laughs> Skip ab, skip out. How many people will be sitting around That's in a parking lot going, oh, I gotta... just give me a second. How many guys? <laughs> just waiting for the countdown before I can hit skip. That's right. How many guys will drive by constantly the billboard of the local peeler joint <laughs> of that thing? <laughs> don't up. pop up, don't pop up. <laughs> Where have you been today? Never mind. <laughs> Petey, were you driving by that billboard again? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, well, you know. So much going on in the car nowadays. It's too much. Mm. I I like an old-fashioned car where you had to roll down the windows by yourself and a baby could sleep in the ashtray. It was so big. (laughs) Big, beautiful old cars. It was meant just to get you from A to B. That that was the objective. I don't disagree, but you might be the only person that that misses rolling the window down. (laughs) Well, it's only because my power buttons don't work. At least least with the old roll-down thing. There was no fear of anything breaking, necessarily, in old cars. No, but there was the fear of someone coming up to your passenger side window. Because then you'd have to do the lean and stretch and awkwardly trying to... Wind this thing down. <laughs> Come a- around the other side. I'll yell at you. It's a great out. I can't. Yeah, that's right. I can't. Just can't talk to you. I can't do it. It's all. Too, it's all too much creature comfort, and it really is. Uh, you know, we, we we're told to not be distracted, to to just drive our car, put our phones down, all of these things, and yet when you look around your car, there is so much to distract you with. Right. So many buttons to play with and knobs to turn everybody gets their own individual heating and cooling it's it's all we're just just too spoiled that's that's the big problem <laughs> and we pay more to spoil yeah. ourselves more yeah yeah i don't care that my nine-year-old is a little uncomfortable in the back seat that it's a little too warm for their liking too bad <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got two feet that's right yeah that's right one day you can get your own car signed until then sit back there and suffer it's time for Teddy Reader for Helinda's Meats. With it being May to for a weekend, of course we celebrate Queen Victoria's birthday. And with that, Teddy Reader is sporting a very lovely tiara. Huh. He's got his gown. You're looking very queen-like this morning, Ted.
1: Oh, I'm feeling like a queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fill that gown
0: out quite lovely, Ted.
1: Yes, I fill up all the parts.
0: And I understand if the queen's coming over for dinner, you're making hamburgers for the long weekend.
1: Oh, nothing better than a long, long weekend having a good burger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can make a burger. And simple is always the best. So if you're going to do a beef burger, head to your local butcher. Get some fresh ground beef. Right, You want something with some fat in it. A burger without fat in it is a burger that has no flavor. Mm. So you need a burger that's got a bit of fat in it. 20 to 25% is recommended for internal fat. And that's going to give you a burger that's juicy and succulent. Real simple. When you've got that flat fat in it, it's also going to bind it nicely. So take that ground meat. You can season it with a little bit of salt, pepper, dried garlic. That's all you need. You don't need much more. If you want to throw in a package of onion soup mix, just like your mom might've done. That's a classic that move. Too.
0: Yeah. I remember that move.
1: You know, it's a good move. Yeah. It's a good move. And then, uh, And then you form your, once you've formed your burgers, put them back in the fridge. A burger's got to be ice cold when it comes out of the fridge and goes on the grill. should never get a chance to warm up in any way, direct from fridge to grill. Hmm. And then when it's on the grill, no pushing, no squishing, no stamping on it, no getting all the juices out of it, leave it alone. When the juice starts to come up to, to the surface of that burger, then you give it a flip. I'm going to continue to cook, you can baste it with your sauce, you can baste it with a little bit of, uh, I like to use Worcestershire sauce mixed with butter, melted butter, and then brush that on your burger. And then you build your creation, add your cheese, add your bacon, add your condiments, a little mustard, a little relish, a little mayo, whatever you want to put on your burger to make it tasty.
0: Hmm. Ted, I got to ask, because when uh, I'm up at the joint, I know you do burgers there, and and you call it a brisket chuck burger. What, what's that combination?
1: Well, we're using uh, uh, equal parts of chuck meat, which comes out of the shoulder of the animal. Okay. And then brisket. And brisket is well marbled and heavily uh, got lots of flavor in there. And so we, we grind our burgers fresh every day and uh, when we're open mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully soon ted hopefully yeah. soon hopefully soon and uh, we grind them and so we're using a 50 50 blend of chuck meat and brisket meat both beef just gives a better flavor better texture and uh, we know exactly what's in our burger okay so this it. isn't
0: it's, it's not brisket that you've already smoked this is this is just using the brisket meat and grinding it
1: that's it, okay. and so you, you take uh, we, we trim up the briskets, and then we take that extra fat, and we use the brisket meat, and then we use the chuck meat. We, uh, we cube it up, and we run it through our meat grinder, and then uh, form our burgers, and then they're ready to hit the grill. Ted, nice and easy.
0: Ted, why is it that we would chill the burger, and it's, it's beef like a, like a steak perhaps? Why do we chill the burger before we cook it, right, from fridge to grill, but we bring steak to room temperature?
1: Well, there's a thing called E. coli, and it's a bad bacteria. And um, it's a surface bacteria on beef, and when you take a steak and you hit that 500-degree grill, you kill any bacteria that might be on that meat. Okay. Um, Ground meat means that when they grind it, and if there happens to be E. coli anywhere, uh, it gets mixed into the meat all the way through. And at warm temperatures, that bacteria activates and starts moving around and wanting to be a nasty bacteria. So that's so, not a good
0: condiment, we're saying. <laughs> no, it's not. And you need to,
1: so so when you're making your fresh burgers, you got to keep them in the fridge. There's okay. a, a couple simple rules. If it's a fresh burger, it goes from the fridge to the grill. If it's a frozen burger, it goes from the freezer to the grill. You never, ever, ever thaw a frozen burger and cook it thaw.
0: Very good to know. So and, we're doing like a classic oh, burger. Here. Right. And, uh, and I was going to say, if you want to add a condiment, one of the more overlooked ones, but the great one,
1: especially if you have a, tend to overcook your burger, would be the sunny up egg. Oh, mm-hmm. you've got to love a sunny up egg on a burger. You know, when you bite into it and the yolk breaks and then it runs down your chin and ruins your T-shirt just before <laughs> you were supposed to go into that meeting. Yeah, that's a perfect burger.
0: Well, and that that's always been your rule with the burger, right? you got to have the ruined T-shirt.
1: Oh, if you don't have a ruined t-shirt, you're not eating your burgers properly.
0: (laughs) All right, Teddy, if people want to talk to you about classic burgers or anything for the May 2-4 weekend grilling style, how do they get a hold of you?
1: You're going to find me at Ted Reader Barbecue The Joint or at Ted Grills on social media. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and and Lucky. Lucky. Mm -hmm. 94.9 The Rock.